0: Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up?
1: Warning, warning. Warning. Warning.
0: You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start. 5, 4, 3, 2, One
2: hey what's up guys my name is brian and i'm here with jacqueline and welcome back to what's up and today we're gonna talk about uh, technology and it's been a while since i've been here feels kind of weird but it feels good at the same time and uh this is jackie's first time
3: yeah this is my first time
2: so we hope she does good yep. Hope she <laughs> doesn't get nervous
3: no i think i'll do better
2: <laughs> <laughs> and well first of all we're gonna our topic today for today is technology, and then first we're going to show you guys a few small clips. Do you know clips? Maybe some facts that you didn't know before. Then uh, we're going to give you guys some taste of our good technology music. And then uh, we're going to have a conversation about how technology is taking over jobs, and how things are not lasting anymore. And then um, we're going to talk about... Um, We're going to talk about
3: um, kids exposed to technology... And um, also, we're gonna give you guys a song, and then we'll um we'll give you a conversation of nature versus technology.
2: Also, we had the pleasure to interview. Well, we had the pleasure to go to the plant right here in Chicago, and I had uh, an interview with Crystal Alba. Uh, she's a really nice person, and she gave us a a lot of details about the plant, what it does, and what does it do. So now we're gonna give you guys with a song. It's called UFO by ESG
4: Hello, my name is Jack, and what I'm going to describe is one of my most eerie and odd encounters with extraterrestrial life. It all began on a normal Friday evening in my job. I was doing the usual, giving pizzas to the customers, but something ah caught my eye. Four-flying-identified aircraft shot out a beam and suddenly disappeared in the horizon. I was completely shocked from what was going on. Then. Suddenly, a customer asked me, Are you okay? Are you okay? I replied with a yes. 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 Forty minutes later, two tall men, seven feet tall, dressed in completely black with black hats, walked in. I felt a chill in my back and head. As he approached, I hesitated to walk away. I stood still. They began to ask me very weird and strange questions. For some reason, they looked extremely pale. But What scared me the most was the way they talked they sounded like robots suddenly one of them told me to keep shot from what i gazed at earlier then they left i was completely shocked later that night i left my job with that chilling encounter with these quote unquote men in black i hurried as fast as i could to get to my car then I drove off scared of not even wanting to talk about what i had encountered that day In my job the next day it felt a bit more relaxing. It was around 5 p.m. and at this time I had to work janitor duty since the janitor wasn't here that day. I plugged in my earphones and began listening to some music. Since the bathrooms had small many windows I noticed two red colored bright lights. I stayed looking at them. Again they disappeared. Several minutes later a crazy old man came running in the bathroom yelling those people. Diligent they're, people here. they're here. He was crying and yelling hysterically at me. I was so frightened, and I began to yell for help. One of the police and the manager came in, and took him off me. He kept yelling, he kept Did, you "Did you see those that? Lights. Those lights!" The manager called the cops. When the cops took the old man with them, he kept staring right at my way with a creepy smile and continued to laugh and kneel hard. (laughs) Around 7 p.m., the manager told me to calm down and hope that I might take the night shift for extra pay. He continued to insist and told me he was probably on LSD or LSD or or something, but I was thinking that from what happened that day, I wouldn't stay but he kept insisting. I felt like telling him that what the old man saw had nothing to do with LSD, and what he was actually saying was the truth. However, I really needed the money, so I accepted. Therefore, I stayed that night. Around 9.25 PM, I saw a strange lights that I saw earlier. Then I heard a voice calling me. It told me, come, come. I saw my watch. And it wasn't moving at all. It felt like time stopped. However, my body began to move on its own. I opened the door to the front of the pizza place. After all, our pizza place was in front of the highway. I then began to walk towards the woods. Then my vision went blurry and completely went green. I woke up in a small mini-table, I was completely naked, I wanted to move, but my body was paralyzed. I looked around and saw metallic objects, I saw weird symbols and holograms. Then two lizard-like beings about 9 feet tall and muscular began to move to a certain part of the aircraft I was in. I moved my head towards an area my body felt was hurting me, I immediately saw my bottom half completely exposed. I saw some needles and two small little gray men observing my genitals. My blood froze. For some odd reason, I could move my head but my mouth was completely shot and my body was unable to move. Then I felt a sharp pain striking me once more. My vision felt dizzy and then I fell asleep. I woke up in front of the pizza place. It felt like just a couple minutes and my watch was working again. It was 4.47 a.m. A truck driver was trying to wake me up. I just stared at him. Then got up. began to limp. He then told me, Why are you Why on the side of the, the, highway, the highway, son? I didn't want to respond, but I just said, I was just, drunk. I was just drunk. Yeah, drunk. Yeah, drunk. Picked up my stuff and drove home. At around 7 a.m., I decided to call the manager and told him that I wanted to quit the job. I was so scared that I stayed home for a whole month. I told myself, that's the last time I'll be working in a pizza place.
2: And we're back, we, you guys just heard of uh, UFO, well, an early piece made by one of our students, his name is Sebastian. It's a really creepy uh, story. <laughs> um, yeah, it was I really
3: know. creepy. I don't know when I got to the gentile, I, <laughs> like, I was like, was mm. like. He was
2: completely naked. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. I like, um, I like how he... Like, the story behind... Like, how he made the story. Like, when the truck driver found him on his job, like, he just made up that... He was drunk. He was drunk. Like, so th- they kind of think he was crazy. Like, oh, someone yeah. ducked me or something. Yeah. It was really cool.
3: But, I mean, yeah, imagine some like someone... Like, no, you, you can't say that. You just... But, I mean...
2: And yeah, v- going to think you're a maniac or something.
3: Yeah, they're going to think you're crazy.
2: <laughs> well, right now we're going to play a small uh, audio clip on another one by Jackie. And then this thing is going to be related to what we're going to talk about uh, next. So mm-hmm. let's go and listen to it.
3: Did you know that the first computer ever made was named ENIAC, and it occupied an entire room? It was able to do 380 calculations per second. Compared to a smartphone nowadays that can make 28
2: billion calculations per second? Remember, you're listening to WLPNOP Chicago 105.5 FM, lumping Radio, broadcasting live from Studio One, Little Village. And what you guys just heard was a small audio clip um, with uh, featuring Jackie's voice.
3: Yeah, that was me.
2: <laughs> and uh, well, now we're going to talk about um how jobs are taking over. How technology is taking over people's jobs. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have uh, seen the movie, the latest movie, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, when that's uh, Charlie's that loses his job because of those machines to replace him putting the caps in the toothpaste. Yeah. So this is something probably has been going on. It's gonna we're gonna be seeing uh, lately.
3: Yeah, we're gonna. I feel that. I think it's kind of cool how that movie's like it's not that old. But it's kinda like cool how they like they're like bringing things that's gonna happen in the future. Because I don't know if you guys notice now and in Chase there's like the people that I used to give out money, they're not there anymore. And they have the machines that you um you put your credit card in or you put your check as like to deposit your money and it's you just have like two two persons on the side, like if you don't know how to use the, the machines they will teach you and eventually you won't need them you won't need them anymore
2: yeah and uh i mean people are probably losing jobs because of this uh this is a uh, mcdonald's there's something they say they wanted to do something similar to this mm-hmm. so there's not gonna be more people like you asking them people to
3: like getting your order get right? getting
2: your order like there's gonna be machines and stuff and for example chick-fil-a they have this uh garbage cans Mm -hmm. so they have a sensor so you put your your hand in front of it and it opens by itself you can just throw your garbage in there so those are like a small advances we've we've seen so far
3: yeah i think that's i think that's creepy you know imagine like later on like things like we could end up like losing a lot of like people losing their jobs so i think that's really yeah i think that's really crazy
2: yeah but at the same time it creates more jobs if you think about it. Yeah. For example, machines like they being used machines, like the same thing happened in the in the movie. The when uh Charlie's dad uh lost the uh, the job, then he Later got a they job. hire him <laughs> to <laughs> fix the
3: machine right? Exactly. Yeah. So
2: there's like losing jobs but it's causing more jobs at the same time. And it's it's probably like kinda like it's kind of like um related to everything that's happened. It's it's balanced
3: yeah but like what about those that like they don't know like they know the basic like you know I think that's gonna be harder on them Mm -hmm. because they're like they know nothing of like how to fix things and there's people who who are like that and they're I think you you need to have a lot of patience to like work with something because I know that like I don't have patience (laughs) (laughs) so I'm not gonna like even bother on like fixing something that I don't know how to
2: fix yeah and I mean like for example Uber like, I guess see, you've seen Uber's l- mm-hmm. recently, and actually the Uber company, Uber's company, their main goal is to have cars that will be driving by, by themselves in the future. And then, it is, it is think about it, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Insane.
3: But imagine, I think a lot of people will be more like, they will feel more safe, you know? Like, yeah. if you order um an Uber, and like, at least you know, like, nobody's, the, the person that's, like, driving won't cause no harm to you so i think that's something that yeah that i think it will work out pretty good eventually yeah that's true but i mean it will suck for the drivers that like who are they gonna drive yeah yeah
2: i mean that's Uber is like a part-time job at the same time just like i know i know one day i was taking an uber and i realized that the driver was a teacher that i knew (laughs) and i was like oh what's up like what are you doing here like oh like nothing i just recovering some money because i went to get some drinks yesterday and i'm just gonna recover the money (laughs) that i spent
3: trying to catch extra cash on the side (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. i mean it's not a big deal but like that they're just like thinking about like cars driving by themselves like we already have those cars that that can park by themselves themselves, yeah other ones that can stop like like when there's something in front of them like automatically stop by themselves
3: but i think that's so cool i don't know like i think you could prevent a lot of accidents by that
2: you know, that's true and that's what we gotta take in mind that not probably all, all cars are not gonna work yeah. properly mm-hmm. but like at the same time the jobs like yeah. mechanics and all that stuff people more careers are coming out mm-hmm. people can study more about that yes and um well let's go listen to a song and we'll be back for the next uh, conversation you guys are gonna listen to uh The Robots by Kraftwerk
3: Things are not long-lasting anymore and they are designed to not last long. Just like in the old days where tights used to be resistible that even a truck couldn't tear them apart, so they had to change that. Just like cell phones nowadays, they are only programmed to work for so long so you can get the latest phone and like that the provider gets more profit.
2: So. This is something uh, we, we probably guys didn't know. Uh, for all of you guys have a computer, a laptop, a cell phone, so you guys know like it's gonna last you like one or two years. But uh, if the developers wanted to, they could make them last longer—probably five years, four years. And it's they make them not last a lot just because want they more want money. yeah,
3: They want you to buy the next um, phone that will eventually come out and i think they add more things to it so it gives you like oh like you know i really want that phone like i should get that phone but like we should like know that it's not gonna last that long it's only gonna be like a year the most probably two years but eventually it'll start tweaking or it'll start it'll start turning off on you especially with iphones i mean i have an iphone so yeah so you have to be like very like careful with those phones
2: yeah, yeah, and just like on the an audio clip, it says about the the ties when they very first came out, they were so resistible, that like you could like um, tie them yeah, to a yeah. truck, another truck that would just pull the other truck and they wouldn't even like rip or something, so they were like so resistible.
3: So they were really good.
2: Yeah, yeah, so people at first started buying them. Obviously, the company got so much profit from it, but then the sales went down like dramatically because.
3: Nobody would buy them anymore.
2: No, because they were, like... They didn't need to buy them more Because they were really resistible. They wouldn't break them yeah. Like, that easily. So, the company decided to make them weaker. So, like, if you guys... We girls right now, like, we're tired. Yeah,
3: they're really... I know, like, I, I'm a girl. Obviously, I own a pair. And, like, you have to be really careful. Because if you're not careful, like... With just a little bit that you pull, you could rip them. So, you have to be really, really careful.
2: Yeah. yeah so, that's... That's, um that's what did. so it's like they're weaker now so
3: but really weak like you just put them well for me like i think like i'm really like i'm a person that i want to put them on really quick but like if you put them on really quick and like you stretch them a little bit too much they will like rip so
2: yeah that's a that's a really big change from ties that like people from a truck Mm -hmm. to to this that's it's kind of um selfish yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the uh, obviously the company has to make profit yeah. and stuff. If not, they're not gonna continue with their yeah. sales, and it's like phones right now as well. See. So my phone, my ph- probably I have a year with my phone. Probably it's just gonna last one more year, and it's it's gonna be yeah. done forever. And just like um, computers and other stuff.
3: Yeah, things that will come along will end up changing.
2: Mm, yeah. Well probably cars as well i mean cars are like uh, they, mm-hmm. they're r- different obviously
3: oh yeah and you know also with like the new iphone you know like the seven that it doesn't have the like the ox cord so like eventually like everything like will change like obviously since um i i heard that they were trying to do the same thing with the computer so you wouldn't connect your normal your headphones. yeah your headphones to, i mean the co- the yeah the cart like into the computer that it's, it was just gonna be wireless Whoa. so i think that's really like that yeah. <laughs> yeah, 'cause yeah because eventually like since people have the seven they're like oh like i should get the new computer so like you know like those little things like that eventually like people will end up buying it
2: yeah i didn't know that yeah well yeah for me with
3: cars too you know like the bluetooth
2: yeah cause yeah of course like they all have like now they have their mini gps mm-hmm. in there and stuff and uh, that, that would suck um, new advancements are like we're going little by little but at the same yeah. time it's it's going so fast Uh, for example like the cars we were talking about uh, the new consoles we've been yeah we been seeing the new Nintendo Switch I think yep. it's called the Nintendo Switch and they're like they're making new PS4 Xbox just like it's kind of sad <laughs> yeah you
3: look back at it and you're just like that's sad
2: yeah it's probably been like almost um, three three years since the p-, p three four years since the playstation 4 came out mm-hmm. and then probably they're developing uh, that's what i guess developing the next playstation 5
3: i still remember when i got the playstation 2 <laughs> 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 i was really excited and i was just like damn yeah
2: actually for playstation 2 the service to play online they're they're not uh, they're not out anymore yeah, they're down so but th-
3: eventually like i think since they turned like vintage? Like, I think they'll end up costing, like, way more. Well, for, yeah. like, people who collect things? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Exactly, like, the old Macintosh, the old Macs uh, computers.
3: They're worth a lot.
2: Yeah, the, the old ones, they're, like... I, I had a friend who had one. He bought it for $5 <laughs> in, the, in the thrift store. Are you serious? But then he's, like, how could they sell this $5? It's, like, probably in 10 years, this, this thing is going to cost, like, what? A lot. Like, $10,000. Yep. Yeah. And that's what they don't have vinyls as well. Yeah. Your vinyls and... No, I don't know. Just old stuff. It just turns but out
3: like, and I don't know if you noticed. Like, eventually things always come back. Like, yeah. also with clothes, <laughs> you know, it always comes back with clothes. But you know the the mini cameras, the one where you like, said ser-
2: Oh, the um, the one with the tape. You can take it yeah. to the store, and they just give you the photos. Yeah, but
3: like you could take it, and the f- the picture comes out instantly. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. like you know, those were like old back then. You know, like and they're like bringing it back so I think yes, that's really Roger cool true, they're bringing it
2: back it's like for real like Nintendo like all Nintendo games they're bringing mm-hmm. new mini consoles that will like be adjusted to those games like, so we can play them again my dad just bought like one of those machines where you have those old games like you oh, play yeah, Pac-Man yeah. in it like yeah. it's, it's big like it used to, they used, those machines used to be in like in the stores and yeah. something like you just put the coins in play and now my dad just bought this big really big one it has like more like 600 games for like really? all games all games yeah like i know
3: my mom never really liked playing um games like that but the one she loves like she still does like you want to play pac-man yes <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the only game she loves pac-man <laughs> and it's really funny it's kind of nice seeing her play something for like that she likes yeah,
2: yeah exactly yeah like like that like those are the ones he used to play mm-hmm. and like he he just remembered about it like oh I should like my auction my uncle told him about it Mm-hmm. like you should buy one so we can play like yeah and most of the time when i get home from school i see him playing <laughs> the games.
3: <laughs> yeah i think yeah so things like, always come back
2: yeah so that's the thing like any any things that were big before they're coming back again because like people like i'm not saying old old but like people from that generation like miss them so much cause yeah i don't think the new consoles are their thing right now they're yeah i know too much for them well, right now we're gonna go to, for another song, and remember, you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago one hundred five point five FM, Lumping Radio, Breakfast Live from Streetway in Little Village.
3: Did you know that today the number of text messages delivered every day surpasses the total population of the world?
2: And we're back. Um you guys just heard the song Soul's Nature by Dex Arson and the next um uh Jackie's uh, a clip. So so that's imp- that's really creepy. I right? mean that, that 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 sucks. like just like number six messages like big as a number of population. That's crazy. I per that's person. Crazy. Per person.
3: Imagine all those long paragraphs they sent to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like that's
2: crazy. He's talking about their lives and everything. Yeah.
3: Or maybe just like, you know, those short ones, like LOL. Yeah.
2: Like and the thing is that. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> not like, not all the population in Texas. Oh, yeah. That's just true.
3: That's true.
2: And then like, probably it's like, will be like 40, like 45% of people use devices. No, 50% use mm-hmm. devices. And still more than just population.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I think that's really crazy. And well, not right now we're going to talk about. Um, how how kids are exposed to technology mm-hmm. We're gonna We're gonna talk about the cons and pros Yeah So Well People like Parents are exposing their kids like To their smartphones And And computers like a really young age
3: Yeah I think it's really um, I think for like Kids, I think the pros the pros of it is that many kids are like learning new things, you know, like such like um like maybe they put their timetables or ABCs and all those things like all those extra things. But I think the cons of it is that like kids that like just use it to play games and they just like spent their whole day there. I know that um my. Uh, my aunt just had her baby, and sh- not recently, but she's about to turn one. And she gives her the phone, and my and her husband's like, "Don't give her the phone. Like, she's still little. She's gonna get so used to it, yeah. and later on, she's not gonna want to give it back." So my my uncle's really like on on it about it, right. but sometimes my aunt's like, "I don't know what to do. You know, she cries." So I just like that's that's my go-to. And I'm like, I I think that you shouldn't give it to her. But she's like, it's because when she cries, like, yes. she wants something.
2: They, they get them used to it.
3: Yeah, and then my uncle says that a lot. But, yeah, there's, like, a lot of things.
2: Yeah, for example, also there's, because of this, there's a lot of cyberbullying going yeah, on. Yeah,
3: that's that's very true. I think it's just, it depends on the parents. I think it really depends on the parents.
2: Yeah, it depends on parents and, like, the thing is that they're so used to it They don't, they don't want to let it go anymore yeah. And um, for example 34% of, of the kids yeah, Are exposed to cell phones Computers And the other 30% are exposed to um, TV mm-hmm. The 14% are exposed to video games And the thing is that um, I mean they, Sometimes they do bad at school because of this They don't socialize as much as before and uh as well like like kids, they get so used to it they wanna just they they're always on their phones and everything,
3: yeah, that's very true, like I think that um a lot of people could like social- like socialize on on the media and they could talk a lot and everything, but when it comes yeah. down like in person, it's, they will it's like, weird. yeah, they will just be, like stay there and say like okay
2: yeah it's it's like, like uh, it's like current, it's a current communication among people,
3: yeah, yeah, it's true, like when you go out with your friends, yeah yeah i think that's the thing yeah i think everybody has to snapchat what they're eating yeah or like it,
2: it, it just well for example i have friends i go with them go out with them and then we go eat or something and then they're just on, the, on their phones. And phone yeah i'm just like
3: i'm not gonna lie i think i'm one of those persons because <laughs> i'm just like ooh, food snapchat Ooh, friends snapchat yeah. or just the littlest things yeah, you're but like sometimes <gasps> snapchat
2: people, they they use they use not, not just pictures i mean like they just text or check yeah. their facebook or, like i'm like i'm in front of you
3: you know like the water flip you know like yeah the, yeah i think for like a period of time that's all i seen in snapchat yeah the water flip flip the bottle oh wait wait wait. hold up oh, wow. yeah, yeah you could true. go now
2: <laughs> all those trends like yeah really related, like like social media exactly yeah mostly people that's how cyberbullying is happening facebook yeah. and all the uh, social media that kids or uh, young youth are exposed to.
3: Yeah, I think it's not just kids but like uh, like also grown ups and like <laughs> grown us. ups
2: are the worst. Yes. No offense but like oh, uh, they they're most of the time since it's something new for them. Yep. It's they're not used to it they try to understand it so so, so hard. they spend
3: more time on it. Yes. Like since they don't know what's like how like a phone works, like they try to figure out I know right. my grandma's like that. And she's just like sometimes she takes she's there for an hour like I <laughs> go upstairs and I have to, I do what I have to do and I come back she's still there and I'm like do you need help? <laughs> no I'm okay I think I got it I'm like okay <laughs> like I'm not gonna ask you twice. Yeah,
2: my mom she she was watching Netflix one day and then she forgot to pick up my little brother because <gasps> she was watching her TV series <laughs> and then Dang. yeah they called us from school so this is like I mean adults like they Ma- yeah. they they actually know how to use they're more responsible but they they're still learning
3: yeah but <laughs> oh my god I would cry I mean my mom <laughs> <laughs> forgot about me
2: yeah um, uh, my brother was good he yeah. was okay but uh, the, 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 there's not just bad things about this uh, also other um, uh, good things like for example when you ex- probably expose a kid at uh, a young age you, you can teach them how um, there's the those those programs for little kids yeah, and, and the ABC internet. ABC, like yeah, to show I them know. videos like, and stuff <laughs> yeah. to learn. Like, I wish they could teach me like that.
3: Yeah, timetables too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they like. give, actually, they give you like, just not just like the normal average way to teach you how to multiplicate, like do multiplications to learn them. But I'm sure in, in the internet, you can buy, you can buy, you can search for different strategies. Strategies, yeah. Yeah, you
3: know. I think it's really, I think it was, for me, it was like, memorize it if not you get like pinched yes yes so it's just like ah oh, okay and like i know it was really hard And for me it was really hard growing up and having to learn them yeah so i was like i wish i had that yeah you know?
2: i saw a video once about like strategy like there was a pattern and and all the ni- nine multiplication i think it was a nine was, i know there was a pattern oh, with,
3: with the the, the, the fingers
2: no, it was just, like, the numbers. Oh, and, no. Like, they would make a pattern, like, the first, and then, I don't know, it was just a pattern. It like, made it so much yeah. easier. I'm, like, I couldn't I remember when
3: I was little, they tried to show me the nine, the the, the timetables for nine, and using you your fingers. And I was so confused. <laughs> but then, like, freshman year, they're like, oh, you, this is how you could do it. And I was like, oh, really? And then I was like, oh, that's so cool. So mm, I was yeah. like, yeah.
2: And those strategies, you can all do it in, in, into videos or, like, mm-hmm. Like other websites, like for for kids to teach them and stuff. Yeah. And there's like even or like even classes. things that
3: like like in order to remember, like you know, like the PEMDAS, all the, all yes. those extras. Like people like memorize it in different ways.
2: Yeah, and like everything can go into the internet. You know, yeah. we know everything like... like we know right here is going mm-hmm. into the internet and yeah. to the website. And it's like like they help us. Like there's online classes as well. You yeah. Help or us like con- even
3: if you find out if you figure out something and you you think it's way easier, like you could put it out there and like it, c- it can help a lot of people,
2: mm, yeah, and also like social media is actually good because there's sort other of, besides Facebook other websites you can upload yourself like for example, two of our students, uh Jerry and Jennifer they use grow own blogs and they like uploaded them into social media and like obviously people's gonna read them it's gonna know about it like something we gotta take advantage of and um people uh we know we know that kids learn really fast
3: yeah i hope so tell me about it (laughs) yeah (laughs) so
2: it's not just bad things but good things uh can happen for them yeah but also we gotta take a matter of regulation you gotta be careful careful, like don't expose them too much obviously
3: and i think it's always good to check up on them and see what are they doing yes
2: yeah probably they they won't you gotta check and like they're not saying anything inappropriate
3: yeah or doing anything inappropriate that, they shouldn't be doing
2: yeah exactly yeah exactly there's something so many things they, they can be exposed to yeah. in the internet like oh, so so gotta be careful but the internet has everything in it mm-hmm. like literally it has everything in this world and
3: everything that you need to learn or you want to learn good it's things it's bad things everything's yep. right there mm-hmm
2: like the regulations you gotta think in mind as well and well uh, let's go to our next song and then we're gonna talk about um how technology affects nature and we're gonna introduce one of uh an interview i had with Krista alba from the plant and we'll be back
3: guys you're listening to WLPN lp chicago one p- 105.5 fm lumpen radio broadcasting live from studio y your in
2: little village and well next segment we have in uh and today's uh topic is um uh, nature and how nature affects technology and um well this week i had the pleasure to go to this place called the plant and introduce krista alba she's currently works at this place and um, well she's a really nice person and she gave us a tour around the plant and I saw so many things that I never thought I would like exist it was so cool Um, uh, she shows uh, there was this guy who already worked for two weeks and he had this uh, like mini farm and Mm -hmm. he had like plants in these traits and then like for example he scrapped some seeds in those traits for example let's say carrots Mm-hmm. He scraps ca- carrots and into the trade and then he will leave them. We let them grow for eight days, and instead of growing carrots, they were literally plants. Really? But if you eat them like that, like they literally taste like carrots. Really? it's it Also cool. And he sells them to restaurants.
3: Really? Oh, that looks. That that's, that sounds cool. Yeah, and
2: then he measures like the water and everything, and I and was I never heard of this before. Not, uh, it was a really good idea.
3: You you told me I was like, really. Like, I've never heard of that
2: before. Me neither. And like, these, like <laughs> vegetables and, and plants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's awesome. And well, so let's go take a take a look at the interview.
1: My name is Crystal Alba. I am the Outreach Associate at Plant Chicago.
2: What is the plant? And can you tell us a little bit about it? And what is the purpose of the plant?
1: So the plant is the name of this building um, that is a repurposed meatpacking plant. Currently, there's around 14 to 16 different food-producing businesses, and I work for Plant Chicago, so we're the only nonprofit inside the building, and we do the educational programming inside and outside, and focusing on reusing waste in between the businesses in the building. So the plant, the building itself was bought by Bubbly Dynamics, a sustainable redeveloper in 2010. So, about seven years the building's been here, and us as a nonprofit, we've been here for three years. The purpose of the I would think of the collective project is to reduce as much waste as possible. So to rethink of different ways in which we can produce food and work and live and create jobs without damaging the environment so much. So finding ways of recapturing as much as possible and hopefully be a model so that other people across the nation and across the world can imitate this type of system of reusing as much waste and using sustainable energy and creating food businesses that are not super destructive of the environment or super waste producing, you know making things that you consume it and then you just dump it. Um, so moving away from that.
2: How do you make this place sustainable work?
1: So us the nonprofit plant Chicago, we specifically use aquaponic systems. so hooking up water with fish uh, to cultivate plants. So currently we have a system with about 125 to 130 fish. Um, And so their waste produces ammonia, Uh, bacteria breaks down that ammonia into nitrites and nitrates, a form of nitrogen that the plants can then use to grow. And so in this type of system, you only need 10% of the amount of water that you need to grow outside. You're able to grow year-round, especially in a place like Chicago where we have winters that don't let us grow outdoors. Also, partnering with Bubbly Dynamics, the owners of the building, um, we have the anaerobic digester outside which will take about 40 tons of food waste a day, uh, a total of over 10,000 tons of waste a year, and produce the energy to power the entire building, and in addition to that, power up to 250 homes a month.
2: What kind of technology do you use? Is it affordable? Is it special?
1: Well, I mean, just as specific businesses in and of itself, you know, businesses and the nonprofit, we're all connected. I mean... We have on a very every day-to-day level, like the bakery taking the spent grain from the brewery to make breads out of it, or the beer brewery taking kombucha, like scobies, to make a new type of like beer kombucha breed to sell, or you know the hydroponic Nick Greens upstairs taking the burlap bags from the coffee roaster to grow plants on it. Like, there's everyday, day-to-day interactions that take place, like us going to the ice people, the ice makers, and then letting us use their leftover ice to, like, chill our vegetables in. But um, then on the larger scale, right, there's the anaerobic digester. Um, so that project, we're about $2.2 million in, still need about $3.5 million more million to complete it. But... Once that will be complete, you know, it's going to take all the waste from the building and from other businesses around the area. And with that waste, uh, produce a solid, a liquid, and a gas. And so then the solid and the liquid will be really rich fertilizers that can be sold. And the methane gas itself will be used to fuel a generator to power all the cooling and heating and electricity in the entire building. And in addition to that, we could power a whole other set of homes or most ideally what is going to happen is selling that back to the city. Um, That has not been completed yet, but hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have the funding to finish that project. And once that is up and running, the building will be completely like off the grid, which will be the ideal goal.
2: Do you think we should use this type of technology instead of the modern technology we already used?
1: That is tough, though. It's not as easy as, as I guess, it seems like it could be. Uh, For example, in our farmer's market, it's difficult to make sure that we don't have styrofoam products, for example, right? Styrofoam is one of those products that cannot be recycled, takes a million years to break down in landfills. Uh, So just encouraging folks to use as much biodegradable products as possible. So no, like, plastic bottles. We discourage... The use or like consumption of water bottles right like we provide a pitcher of water at every market uh, even in the building itself right um always being very cognizant of like what can be composted like what can we feed to the chickens or what can we throw outside to mix with the dirt so we can grow more food in the farms or what can we use to grow mushrooms on it's it's an ongoing work and it's just always asking ourselves like how else can this be done
2: and what are the benefits of the plan in the community
1: I mean, it's just better for the environment, you know. And usually when when I think of that, for example, or when I was growing up and I would think of, like, environmentalists, I would think of people out in the jungle, you know, or, like, out in big, beautiful, like, environmental areas. But even, like, right here, exactly where we live, right, in our city, like, in our neighborhood, like, for example, you have with little village, right, like, all the factories that were, like, dumping oil into the ground, and now they have a beautiful community garden over that land. It's just the way that that directly affects us. I mean, back in the day, right, in Chicago, they put all this lead piping leading up into all our homes and our schools, and now we're having all this lead, like, in our water, and that's what we drink. That's what our cousins drink. That's what our friends drink. That's what our grandmas are drinking. You know, so it's just... Especially in these times where we don't even know if the government has our back or not. It's about us taking care of each other, you know. And if we want to create and grow, then we got to be cognizant about who and what we're affecting when we do that.
2: How can we raise awareness among people about the plan and protecting the environment?
1: Mm, we just got to share information, you know. That's all it is. Um, it's, if we really put our minds to it, like, any of these forms of technologies can be done, even with 50 cents in our pockets, you know, or one dollar in our pockets, like, I mean, downstairs in our system, we had the big tanks donated from a local bakery, you know, and that's a food grade container that we can then use. Um, just sharing information and always trying to improve on that. Uh, sharing it via social media, right, sharing it through radio, just sharing it in all the forms we can on college campuses down to uh, that abuelita walking down the street, you know. But that's the most important thing is making it accessible to everyone because um, people are already doing this kind of stuff everywhere.
2: What, what, what would you like to see happen in the plant?
1: I mean, ideally, like in a perfect world, I would love to see us have something that like People down the street can walk here and like bring a sample of their water, and we could test it and tell them if there's lead in it or not like something where it's not super expensive where we have to call the city and wait for our lab results to come back and like where is our kid even coming to like a way of being able to test that here or immediately being able to like work on issues that are like affecting I don't know, you know, the neighbors down the street, like, like that. I think quick technology, like, that is pertaining to this moment in time.
2: And, um, well, we're going to grapple with this. Unfortunately, uh, our time is up. And, well, just a little bit recap of what we did today. We, uh, we played some audio pieces that I wrote. And then Sebastian, who wrote the UFO uh, interview. Oh by the way shout out to Crystal cuz she's listening to us right now <laughs> and hopefully she enjoys the uh, enjoy the interview I really enjoyed being um, being in the place and then everything she told me was really inf- really formal and uh, also we talked about uh, the uh, how technology is taking over people's jobs and how other small advancements are being introduced into the world we Get also talked about
3: kids exposed to technology
2: and also how um how things are not lasting long anymore, anymore? like they used to, and also well we had to use the interview, well and well this is it for today guys I hope we hopefully you guys enjoy our show, Jackie this is her first time she did pretty well, thank you, <laughs> and uh well remember you guys are listening to WLPN LP Chicago one hundred five point five FM Open Radio, hello
0: or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more we are the